An. An. Assertive communication for women. Many professional women wonder about their communication skills in the workplace. Are they not making their point clear? Are they not being heard or are they being viewed as too aggressive or too pushy? This can create a big confusion when trying to assert themselves in a way that is honest yet respectful. In this live stream session, it helps learners find their own unique voice as well as practical strategies and tools to communicate in a way that is clear, confident and respectful of self and others so that people can listen. It also enhances learners' leadership abilities. Joining us tonight, we would like to welcome Ms. Sylvia. She is the Director of Voice and Leadership Excellence in Ottawa, Canada. She is an experienced facilitator and public speaking and leadership coach. For the past 22 years, Sylvia has worked with clients around the globe, including Europe and Asia, helping them to become a better communicator and leader in presentation, meetings and conversations. Her passion is to help people to speak and deliver a message with confidence and clarity so that people can listen. Hello everyone, welcome you to EIY Education Session tonight and if you have any questions, just feel free to comment on our comment section so that we can help you give your questions to our speaker here. Hello, Ms. Lucia. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anne. I'm so happy to be here. And I wanted to say good evening to all of you in Vietnam. It's a, it's a great, great privilege to be here. And I've never been to Vietnam and I would love to go one day. And uh, again, and thank you so much for organizing this this session on assertive communication for women. And as Anne said, I am a coach and trainer and a lot of my clientele is professional executive women. And I love to help them get their point across in a confident, clear way so that people listen to them and can be influenced in a positive way. Yeah. Now let's get into our business about the first point of being assertive as a woman. Miss. Yes. So I just wanted to be before we we start. I just wanted to give a little bit of of background and mm -hmm. uh, at the objectives of the talk too, because I know that some of you. I was told by Anne that many of you are working in perhaps junior or even executive roles, and sometimes as women, when we uh, communicate we're seen as too aggressive or we're, we're seen as too pushy so we have to ask ourselves how do we communicate in a way that is respectful towards ourselves but also respectful towards others and effective at the same time so today I wanted to share a few tips on what assertiveness means and assertive communication is for women especially and maybe help you change your mindset around what assertiveness might mean so the first thing i want to talk about is what is assertive communication what does that even mean because sometimes we have ideas about what assertiveness means so i want to share one definition by the psychology foundation of canada it is 
Being assertive means expressing what we feel, think, and believe in a manner that is direct and appropriate and does not step on the rights of others. Just one moment, please. Just a second. So I'll say that again. Being assertive means expressing what we think, feel, and believe in a manner that is direct and appropriate and does not step on the rights of others. So what does this mean, actually? It means speaking clearly, confidently, respectfully. And again, that means respect towards others, but also respect towards oneself. And it does not mean being aggressive. And so why do we need this? Why do we need to be assertive? Why is it important? Because if we don't speak up, if we're not clear and confident, then people miss our point. They don't hear what we need to say. We don't get to share our expertise. And on the other hand, we, if we're not assertive, we, get, we allow people to step on our boundaries and maybe manipulate us. So it's really important to speak up, share our knowledge, and also speak up so that people understand that we are a person of integrity and that we cannot be pushed around. You know, we don't want to be pushed over. So, <clears throat> and I want to talk also about the beliefs around assertiveness. Many women feel that if they are too assertive, they will come across as aggressive. So if we feel in our heart that we cannot speak up <clears throat> and that we are aggressive, then we, will, then we will allow people to step on us. So those beliefs, we need to look at those beliefs and ask ourselves, why do we have those beliefs? So here's the first thing. <clears throat> what are the beliefs that we have? People will judge me if I speak up and say what I think. People won't like me if I change and become more assertive. People will think I'm aggressive. So then we have to ask ourselves, how can I change those beliefs? How can I put those beliefs aside so that I feel as a woman more empowered? Because what is the cost of not being assertive? What's the cost of not speaking up, of not speaking our opinion in meetings, or not saying no and setting boundaries? Well, the cost of that, that people will, might not think, will not think that you're a leader, that you have leadership potential, that you can maybe have a promotion. So it's really important to have these, these conversations in which we are assertive, so what can we do to replace these beliefs? One moment, please. Sorry. I have a bit of a cold, so. What are, how can we replace those beliefs? So point number one that I wanted to share. Replace those beliefs. I have something important to share. My expertise and experience are very important to the company or to the team. My boss, my colleagues will benefit from me being more confident and assertive. <clears throat> if I contribute in meetings, I can make positive changes and I deserve to be heard. 
Yeah, so the first thing I wanted to share today is make sure that your beliefs are empowering to you, right? These beliefs are allowing you to share your expertise, to be confident in meetings. And the next thing I want to say is when, <clears throat> if you're feeling overwhelmed and something comes at you, learn to say no and set boundaries, right? If somebody comes to you and you're really busy and they say, can you do this for me? Learn to say, is it urgent? Or no, I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. Can mm. somebody else do it for me, right? Now, if you want, this would be a good time if you want to ask some questions. This is one of the main points I wanted to say today. So is this a good time to ask questions? Yeah, yeah, sure, Miss Sylvia. I have a, I have a question here. Yes. Are you all right? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So the question is that in, I, I believe that in a culture of individualism, like Western culture, we support leaders to speak up because if we don't speak up or we are the first one to speak up, we may not be perceived as a leader. But in the culture of collectivism, it's hard for women to speak up because if we speak up, we, we, we just feel shy and we're going to be judged by others. And even others don't like us to speak up because of the culture of collectivism. Mm -hmm. So as an individual woman, how can they stand up and also speak up their voice even though that they are living in that culture mm -hmm. so i need to qualify or yeah. clarify <clears throat> you you live in a culture of collectivism i understand that and at the same time if i understood correctly you are working in, in international and uh, yeah. multicultural companies is that correct yes right right That's so yeah. what, what happens is you grew up in a culture where it is not seen well to speak up, but the company that you're working for requires you to do that, right? Right. Is that correct? <laughs> right. Correct. So that's very yes. so this is where the belief system comes in. Your your mm. belief system says it's rude or disrespectful to speak up, but the company you're working with requires that. So you need to look at your belief, maybe write it down, write down. Um, my culture um, requires me to be respectful and to be shy and, and not speak up. However, the company I work with requires me to speak up, to be mm -hmm. assertive, to be confident. So then maybe write down an affirmation such as, like I said, I have something important to share. Mm -hmm. I, I have the right to share something. My mm -hmm. company requires me to speak up and share. Write these down. You know, if I contribute mm -hmm. in meetings, I can make some positive changes and then speak them out loud. Maybe mm -hmm. stand in front of the mirror and say something like, my company or my team requires me to speak up. I need to speak with confidence and just mm -hmm. say these things until 
these affirmations become part of who you are. Mm. I see. I get your point. So it means that at first we're gonna understand what we want, and we're gonna learn the affirmation. Then we're gonna repeat the affirmation to ourselves so that we can sharpen our belief in that affirmation. Yes, that's right. Because mm. the belief system is really powerful. You know, when you grow up mm. in a society, I mean, I grew up in Germany, so I didn't grow up in Canada. Mm. And I know that certain beliefs around leadership and communication can be very deeply entrenched in us. So that can cause what we call a dissonance, a cognitive dissonance. So when you mm. come into an American firm or in a German firm, mm. women are required to communicate. So you need to right. change the mindset. You need to change your belief. And the best way to do that is write it down, whatever you want to change, mm. and then speak it up mm. loud and clear in the mirror. And then you go to work with that new mindset. Yeah? Mm. I say I got your point. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Now, please continue with the next point, Ms. Sevilla. Yes, thank you. Okay, so like I said, setting boundaries. I, 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 is there anything about saying no or setting boundaries that you want to ask me mm -hmm. about? Because as well. Mm. Another point about setting boundaries, I think that um, it is easy to say no or set boundaries to someone that you don't know. Okay. Yeah, but if we know that person already or they are very close to us, it's really hard to say no to those people. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think he still wanted to say something. Yeah. So in that case, that what should we, we do, especially if someone that we owe, owe them something and we need to reciprocate on one way or another? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. So we, mm -hmm. we don't want to, <clears throat> perhaps we, we say yes because we feel we don't want to hurt their feelings or mm -hmm. we don't want them to think that we... We don't want to do it. Is that right? Something around that those emotions? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You, you don't want to hurt them because they are so close to you and it's hard to refuse. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. So then we have to ask the question. This is a good, this is a really good point. And so mm -hmm. if we ask the question, what happens to us if we say yes all the time? Mm -hmm. That's a really good question to ask ourselves. So if we mm -hmm. say yes too often, mm -hmm. do we become burnt out? Mm -hmm. Do we become frustrated? Do we become really tired? Or do we feel start to feel that people are taking advantage of us? Or do we feel that we can never get our work done because we're always doing what other people are asking us. Mm -hmm. What's the result of that? Then we get resentful. Then we feel frustrated. We feel tired, burnt out. So we need to ask ourselves those questions. What's the consequence of saying yes too often, of being too nice too often, and not saying, I'm sorry, I can't mm -hmm. do this right now. 
Can somebody else do it? Is it mm -hmm. urgent? Can I do it tomorrow or later this afternoon? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? The, yeah, I, I understand it now. As long as that you love yourself first, you please yourself first. Yeah. Otherwise, it's hard to please others. Yes, <laughs> that's right. You have to honor yourself first. This is what assertiveness means, remember? Mm -hmm. It's all about honoring yourself first. So yes, you say, yes, yes, I want to help you. But sometimes you have to say, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. we really can't do this right now. I'm mm -hmm. really busy. Can somebody else do it? Or you say, is it urgent? How urgent is it? Can I do it this afternoon? Or another thing is, can somebody step in for me while I help you? Yeah? So mm -hmm. honestly, that's, that's negotiation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> negotiation is also part of assertiveness, right? Yeah. So honor mm -hmm. yourself because if you do not mm -hmm. look after yourself as a woman, you will burn out. You will become mm -hmm. angry and frustrated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very good mess. Uh, very good point that you make. Now let's get to the next point. Yes. So the next point I wanted to make is about the voice. Because as a voice mm -hmm. coach, I can tell you that a lot of women come to me saying, mm -hmm. My voice is too soft. My voice does not carry. My voice is not heard. And so I want to say to you that perhaps if you feel that people are not listening to you in meetings or somebody says your point in, in a meeting, even though you just said it, maybe you're not speaking mm -hmm. loud enough. So mm -hmm. what I ask you to, to do is if you're in an online meeting, make sure that you speak into the camera with confidence. You speak up, speak a little bit louder. Yeah? Because if you speak softly like this, people will not hear you. So speak up. Really project your voice. Look into the camera. Look at the person you're speaking to. And speak clearly. Slow down articulate what you're saying because if you articulate and if you're clear people will understand what you're saying and they will listen to you mm, i see yeah uh, we, i think that we have a question here the question is that in in the company now in college that we don't national corporations but we are working in like public company or state companies in which they really encourage women to speak up. And some women, maybe they are watching this live stream session, they have opinions to speak up. Those surrounding them don't encourage them to speak up or they may need to change themselves in order to fit in the culture. So in that case, you are different from the culture that you are working in right now. Should they change themselves to fit in or should they change to another organization that really listen to their ideas? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I just want to make sure I understood this correctly because you cut out a little bit. So you're saying that um, if you're coming from a different culture, let's say another organization, and now you're being asked to speak up, 
should you adapt to the culture of the new organization or should you just listen? Is that correct? Okay, let me make my point clear again. So my point is that you are, you have some ideas are really different. You want to speak up to contribute to the organization. But the challenge is that you, we are, you are working in a state company. And in that culture, they don't support women to speak up. Yeah. So in that case, we change our personalities or we change who we are in order to fit in the organization culture or should we move to another organization that really listens to your opinions? I see. I see. That's a very good point. That's a really good point. So let's take the example of the organization where you're not really encouraged to speak up let's take that scenario first okay yeah. you feel that you really want to contribute you want to make a change so you ask yourself the question how much do i love this organization mm. how much do i want to be here mm. and then ask yourself the question what would the cost be to my organization mm. if i did not speak up what would the cost mm. be to my organization if I did not speak up? And if the answer is, if I don't speak up, the organization will lose, then you have to speak up. Now, if you speak up and the organization does not pay any attention to your ideas, to your expertise, to your innovative insights, then you have two choices. You have actually, you have three choices. You either accept the situation and you stay. Secondly, you push back and you find people who support you within the organization. Or the third option is you leave. Yeah. Three options. You accept, you push back, or you leave. Mm. So, yeah, so the yeah, or yeah, because if you feel passionate about your ideas and no one is listening to you, then what are you going to do? Because if you are a creative person and you see that the organization needs some changes and no one's listening to you and you're dying inside because you really want to make a change then you have to find the people to support you and if you can't find people to support you you have to leave i see yeah That's even though you're really passionate about your job yeah even that you're really passionate about your job you still decide to leave well if you feel that you're not being heard then you mm. that's part of being assertive as well if people are not listening to you and you are not able to make a change, mm. then yes, then find the people who will listen to you, right? Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, very wise yeah, advice, Miss Sylvia. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> yeah, so I think that we have a full of question here. Should we really create a change in that organization? Should we really create change? 
yeah in that organization it means that we encourage people in that organization to speak up and we're going to be a pioneer to make change yes yes yeah. i love it yes absolutely because mm. think of it you you are the young generation right yeah. you're yeah. the new young generation you are cosmopolitan you're speaking mm. with people from different cultures but you're dealing oftentimes with executives ceos and leaders who are older right they're stuck yeah. in their old ways of thinking they're mm. conservative in their old way of thinking they're authoritarian they don't listen so yes you the next generation is going to be bringing change to the culture is going to be bringing change to vietnam and the rest of the world so yes you need to be as the visionaries speak up and feel empowered to make these changes and of course you have to be intelligent about how do you make these changes because if you if you push too hard and if you're too aggressive then the people from the other generation the older people they will push back right so you have to do this in a way that is respectful towards them mm. but also respectful towards you when you know you want to make a change you have yeah. to make these changes yes you're creating the new vision for your country mm. you're the next generation yeah i see miss uh, sylvia very inspiring now let's move on to the next point miss sylvia uh, after voice what is the next yeah. point we're really curious to, yeah. to know you Yes, absolutely. So the last point, because I, sh I said I was going to share three, is when you speak up in a meeting, when you're speaking in a presentation, try and be as clear as possible. The clearer you can be, the better it is. Let's say you're working in a multinational corporation, especially American or European. Use what we call the rule of three. And the rule of three means that you break your ideas down into three parts. For example, mm. let's say somebody says something in the meeting, okay? Somebody says something and you say, yeah. that's a really good point. I'd like to say three things to that. Firstly, secondly, thirdly, and you have to fill in the blanks. Mm. It helps you stay very clear, very focused on what you're saying. Because if you cannot articulate your idea in a clear way, people are going to tune out. It, so it's really important. Part of being assertive is being clear. And if you find that as a woman, you tend to go on and on, or you have a hard time organizing your ideas, use what we call the the rule of three. So firstly, secondly, thirdly, or you can say A, B, C, yeah? So just create a structure in your mind and you can say, here are three things I'd like to share. Number one, number two, number three, or mm. like I said, firstly. Or you can say, that's a really good point. I'd mm. like to add to that. Firstly, secondly, thirdly, or excuse me you 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 raise your hand or you raise your voice and you say excuse me i'd like to make a point and then you make your point and you mm -hmm. break it down okay so that's what i wanted to say about 
contributing in a meeting in a clear, succinct, and organized way so that people listen to you. Mm, I see. A follow-up question here, Ms. Celia. So in each point, point one, point two, and point three, do we have any structure to organize each point in a mm. way that we can make that subpoint clear? Yes, absolutely. Mm. So that's a very good mm. question. So let's say, for example, somebody makes a point. Let's say, mm. let's, let's create a scenario here. We're in a meeting and the the director or the executive mm -hmm. makes a point, okay? Mm -hmm. And and you are you're in your mind and you're thinking, <clears throat> oh, I, I really want to say something, but I don't know how to say it, and I don't know how to introduce my thoughts. You you could say, sir, I, I just want to say one point. I want to say that that's a, a really interesting point that you make that you made. And I just want to say three things. First of all, it's um it's a very good idea because of this and this secondly i think it will create it will present some problems because such and such and such thirdly here are the consequences and so you 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 have to of course fill in those blanks but mm -hmm. you, you use that structure so here's why I think it's going to to work. Here's why I think it's not going to work. And here are the consequences and the solution or the alternative that I suggest. Mm, I got your point. Yeah? Yeah. And by the way, sorry, I just wanted to say one thing. And when you um, when you give presentations or when you give do presentations, skills training this is also very useful the rule of three so instead of saying millions and millions of points just say three main ideas yeah sure the toilet yeah yeah Okay, Miss Sylvia, it means that let, let me summarize your point. It means that at first you share a point, and then we try to tell the reason, maybe reason in that point, and then an example for that point, right? Maybe, or maybe you can think about even problem and solution, or cause and effect, or consequence. Yes. Yes. So in, yeah. Mm. Yes. So that's, that's the way. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I interrupted you. Yeah. So that is the way that we're going to structure the points to make it clear to your listeners. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Very good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah, Ms. Sylvia, uh, I think it's time that we can uh, say uh, goodbye to our viewers here. Do you have any final message that you would like to share with our viewers in Vietnam so that uh, they can have final takeaway from you? Yes. Well, my mm -hmm. final takeaways for you, especially the, the women on this call, is that mm -hmm. women have a very unique way of communicating. Women right. have a very unique way of seeing the world and shaping the world and making it a better place. So I encourage you to speak up in your very own unique way. Don't try and be like the men. Honor yourself and make Vietnam a great country and help the world become a better place through your assertive communication. Thank you.
We all know you as well, Miss Celia. Thank you so much for being on the show, EIY, and you really inspire us tonight to become who we really are and see our uniqueness. So uh, thank you so much once again, Miss Celia. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the EIY education session tonight, and we hope to see you again this Saturday. And we're going to have more topics uh, coming up for our viewers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.